Hey folks, welcome back to Wild Game Dynasty's podcast platform. We really appreciate you dialing in. Yeah, I say this once in a while, but it's true. There are many things that uh, that we can do that we, we like to take up our free time, that we enjoy. A lot of it's out of doors. Maybe, maybe this time of year, uh, I'm meeting with some family, friends, or whatever it is, playing some uh, fun games or whatever. But hey, you, d- you chose to dial in to Wild Game Dynasty's podcast platform. We appreciate it. We're actually at... Uh, episode i believe it's 112 and uh hey i want to roll right into this podcast because i have a gentleman that i reached out to he's on the line with us right now and uh it's jesse from bourbon creek uh outfitters and i want to say bourbon creek gun dogs and guides because that's actually what it is but uh, i've been out there a few times hunting my buddies have been out there um man we've had such a great time but i've learned a few extra things about what they're doing out there that I had no idea that I think uh, there's some people that'll be listening that are going to raise their eyebrows and say hey I didn't know that so that's what today's all about is uh, uh, introducing you to the Bourbon Creek gun dogs and guides for what they are and, uh, and and really talk about some other things that a lot of people are not aware of that they are busy doing right now matter of fact if uh, if you wanted to take part in some of their activities, you're probably going to be on a waiting list. So, hey, let's roll in it right into podcast episode number 112. Jesse, you still there, bud? I am. Hey, good to have you on board. Thanks for having me. Well, yeah. I appreciate it. Hey, there's like we talked in that intro, there is a lot of things that uh, we can all be doing, and uh, including you and I, we could be watching something mindless on television, and that's about all. This, <laughs> yeah. I'd rather be talking yeah. about hunting, fishing, and things like that because uh, you and I have talked about all the above before. And uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, we, uh, of course, my wife and I have a cabin. We're looking to pros- possibly move to Montmorency County in about uh, sometime this year, or I should say this year, in 2023, we'll say, and join the ranks of y'all up there. Sure. And um, sure, we could use some help. Come on up. <laughs> yeah. I got some trees that need to be cut. <laughs> I suppose so. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, I drove by a place that, uh, I, I don't know. I just looked and I said, how in the heck somebody get a nice place on Thunder Bay River? Gee whiz, they must. Man, they must know yeah. somebody that like is in the real estate business or something. We we do know somebody <laughs> in the real estate business. My wife, Absolutely. shameless plug. My wife, Jessica Zyobron is uh is is definitely in the real estate business she's she's um definitely helping out uh making making things better in in northern michigan oh absolutely find places to hunt and places to fish and places to stay and yeah uh, it's been a really cool ride to watch her uh get to do that well i tell you what um your brother-in-law sean his wife too and of course your wife and you have all been out to the pheasant put and take preserve wait on us at different times i've had you i've had her i've you know just there uh, i should say uh sean's been out there yeah your wife is a treat to have out there for two reasons she knows what she's doing out there with the dogs and she cleans the birds really efficient and she's just <laughs> a lot of fun and then all of a sudden we sh- she doesn't show up maybe you do or something like okay all right we got the booby. Yeah. We got the booby prize. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's definitely the. Uh, she definitely has a, a a keen sense of how that how that gets done the best, and she definitely um, understands those dogs. Those yeah. are her babies. 
You bet. And uh, she she reads them like the wind, that's for sure. Well, she knows how it goes. I would agree. And really, in all honesty, in the uh, silliness or the jokes that I try to crack, set them aside, despite you or if I have your wife or Sean or whoever, the continuity is there. That's what's nice about it. Is, yeah, we're getting a different personality, but the uh, the delivery of goods or services that we expect are pretty much the same, and which is pretty cool because uh, that's why you're busy out there. That's why a lot of people come out there and um, and have a fun time, you know, shooting some pheasants. Yeah, we try to have we try to create like um, an experience that's that's kind of tailored to the guest and we try to do that across all of us all of our guides and now we've got a few extra we got a few new guides too um we've had to bring some some new folks on and yep. um and they've really glommed on to the idea that you know we just we just want these these shooters to have the best time that they can have yeah that's the goal you know it's not about um not always about killing birds it's not always about um having having the perfect weather you know we've had some some hellacious snowstorms yeah and, and and shot a few birds and and just still had a great great time doing it mm-hmm. um and it you know for us it's about the hospitality yeah um, we can't control the weather and we can't you know we can't control how the shots go but um we definitely can control uh how how our guests uh get to get to that experience and yeah. that's something that's super important to us we have strong hospitality backgrounds yes and, you do it's just good and that really that. uh that really paid off yeah. um and just how you summarized it, it too you summarized yeah. you know the control versus things you can't control and in the hospitality business i mean that's almost like the the creed yeah don't it's let go don't yep, don't let go of what you've got control over never yeah, but don't yep. make, don't yeah. make promises about things you have no control over. <laughs> you can't. Yeah. You can't. We never promise how many birds you're going to shoot. We just promise that we're going to try to find them, and then we go from there. Yep. You know. Yeah. The dogs are going to work hard. Oh um, yeah. You know, we run those German short hair pointers, and those those dogs are, um, they're incredible. You know, oh, and yeah. the, and these dogs get to see, you know, a couple thousand birds a year. Oh So man. they they are. Uh, they are as much part of the game as actually they're more of the game than anybody else. They, they are to us, the key to the whole operation. It, it doesn't really matter. You know, if I'm, if I'm not having my, my, um, a game right at the moment, but the dogs are having their a game, the shooters are going to have the best time. Yeah, they are. That's going to be the key. They're yeah. going to have just a riot. You know, we get, a, we get a, a lot of folks that are from a lot of different backgrounds and, <clears throat> they get out there and they see those dogs working uh and and especially the the folks that have never seen it before the first timers oh yeah um they get to watch that and the, and you just watch i love to watch shooters when the dogs start hitting points and we're flushing birds and those shooters are just their faces just light up with excitement you know yep it's just just a wild experience to watch and yeah and the great that's a great part about the um the whole pheasant uh hunting grouse hunting woodcock yeah you know that just watching these guys just have such a great time yeah um watching them watch the dogs and it's just a great experience overall 
Yeah. There's, there's, there's something really cool about watching a grandfather oh, yeah. watch his grandson shoot his first bird. You know, I was going to ask you. Man, that's a cool thing. I was going to ask you about a story you told me once, and it involved um, this grandpa that wanted to take his grandson and granddaughter out. Yeah. Just, you oh, know, yeah. He and his dog, and they were, he was pretty emotional about it, and. You know, you wanted some success, and the way you framed it, it I mean, it's just a really a neat story. I don't know if you, you remember that. Well, I'll tell you one that just happened. Okay. So, the um, I just I just met a, a fella. He's from the, the Upper Peninsula. He's got a cabin um, down here. I'm not. I won't say his name because yep. I haven't talked to him about it. But I'll yep. I'll tell you the details. Yep. So, comes to me. He says, Jesse, uh, I, I want you to come to our camp. And I would love it if you would grouse hunt our camp with us with your dogs. And I said, man, I, you know, I, that's awesome. I would love to do that. How, how big is the place? I've never been there. He says, come on out. We'll, we'll spend a little bit of time together. Um, we'll have some lunch, and then we'll go out hunting. All right. So I show up. We go out. Well, we start cruise the property with a, with a side-by-side. I show up there. And they're having venison, venison broth for lunch. And I think <laughs> I'm in the right place. That's right. I'm in the right place right now. Yeah. So we have a couple of venison broths. We go for a cruise around the property. He tells me, you know, I've, I've got my uncle with me. You know, his uncle's a little bit on the older side. He's like, ah, you know, it doesn't walk really great, but we can hunt this little spot. All right, let's go. So we go, we take the uncle out, have a great time, shoot at some birds. We don't, we don't hit anything, but yeah. man, we have a blast. And he, at the end, he says to me, he goes, man, I'd really love to bring my wife, my son, and my daughter out to your place. Yeah. Would, would you be okay with that? Absolutely. He goes, my son's, he's only 10, but he's been through hunter safety, and, he, and he's really, you know, pretty, pretty safe. I said, all right, you know. And he says, I'm, I won't shoot. I'll just walk behind him, and, uh, and I'll, I'll watch him, and, and you kind of watch the girls, and we'll, we'll have a good time. Absolutely. Let's do it. So he comes back a couple weeks later. We go out to the plant, to the ranch, and uh, I meet the kid and shake hands. And all right, he's, he, I can tell this kid's just like a little bit nervous, not sure mm-hmm. exactly what's going on here. Meets the dogs, and the daughter meets the dogs, and they fall in love. Now oh, they're man. petting the dogs. The dogs are licking faces. All the kids are having a great time. All right, <clears throat> so we decide. All right, let's go out. So we go out. We hit the ground. We start going, going, going. Dogs pick a point. Beautiful evening. Just just gorgeous out there. Light breeze coming at our faces. The uh. rooster goes up. The kid connects. Wow. It's a perfect shot. Drops. The dogs retrieve it right to the kid. And dad is standing there. And I, I can almost see the tear in his eye. I'm like thinking oh, to myself, man. oh, my gosh, man. I love this moment for you, you, you know. What a, what and, a and, way to share, too. That oh. you're, you're, They're allowing you they're invited you into their yeah. world. That I day. get to watch this, this special thing, you know? Man. So now kids petting the dog and he's so excited. We keep going. We shoot a few more birds. We have a great time. We sit down at the, at the fire afterwards and uh, well, well mid hunt there. And we have, yep. they brought Turkey and cranberry sandwiches <laughs> and <laughs> it was just a great time, you know? And I think to myself, man, this this weekend for them is just spectacular, do, and, I'm, do, and I'm loving it. You know, we're they, having a great time. Do they cater to or no? <laughs> no, yeah. Well, they cater for their own hunts, apparently, yeah, which I was like, man, this is the best. Mm. Thank you for bringing me a sandwich. Yeah. So, 
So we get done with their hunt. The next day, the kid goes out, shoots his first doe. Jesus. Now, so the dad sends me this picture, right? The kid with the doe, and he and he basically sends me this this text saying, you know, the kid had one of his best weekends of his life. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for helping and being part of it. And I, I just now those connections, man, those things are are just they're treasures. Yeah, they that are. is a memory that I will never forget. Absolutely. You know? that, Being that, able to watch that, oh. that. Taking that pheasant, that first game that he kind of oh. did, that probably yeah. gave him, you know, so just much shoot to the exactly shoot yes. to the moon confidence. And then when the deer walked out the next day or whatever the next time was. Yeah, it was I mean, it was literally the next day. So oh, you know, we hunted on Saturday and they or Friday and they they hunted I think on Saturday, but yeah. but just what an what an incredible so he's this sold. kid so he's all in now, right? Hmm. So he's got his dad bought him this little little you know, really nice knife and so the kid's over there at the at the cleaning table with me, we're cleaning birds, you know. Yeah. And he keeps banging it into the side of the stainless steel table, right? And he, he's because he's a little short. He's a little yep. short and he's trying to and he's trying hard. He's trying hard to clean this pheasant, and he gets it done. So then the next, after I get the next text about the about the deer, the next text after that is, too bad his knife is so dull. From that <laughs> <steel> table. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you know. Just, let, let my knife a, be dull, too, if it means I was cleaning a, cleaning a rooster pheasant or something, you know. For the first weekend, oh my gosh, I would t- I'd take that every time, yeah, every time. Gotcha. Gee whiz. So that's awesome. That's kinda, those are the kind of things that we really live for, man. And I mean, just cr- trying to create those experiences yeah. for those families. And you know, you get you get this his uncle. You know, yeah. here's another great example. The uncle's been out there for you know however many years. I think he's in his mid seventies hmm. and uh, hadn't been grouse hunting in forty years. You know, we take him out and go grouse hunting with him. Just had a blast. Yeah. And uh, just just a really, really cool way to, to reconnect those generations. You know, you're talking three, four generations right there. Just, yeah. Well, uh, I can only imagine. I mean, it kind of ties in what you're talking about, but that you get a gentleman that wants to take his kids out hunting, and it's tough. It's tough. I mean, especially deer hunting. You sit there all day. You might see whatever, not much. Right, and, and we're yeah. all used to it that you know we've been deer hunting. Maybe it's not the most exciting thing. Well, it depends, I guess. But but you know, bird hunting certainly is. But if you took a guy grabs his dog and takes his kids or kid out to public hunting land, he's worried about the dog. He's worried about something. You know, make sure the the kids are safe. Nobody's gonna shoot yeah. something they shouldn't be shooting, including themselves. Right, and they and the dog does it sing, maybe flushes a couple of birds. The kids have, you know, not even a chance at it because everything's just not lining up. And at the end of that hunt, the kid probably says, "I'm not, I'm not interested in doing this again." He don't want to tell his dad that. There's, right. I mean, we can't measure our success every time. I mean, on every, uh, based off just tagging a deer or or, or shooting right. grouse, but with the help of you guys, the way you run your your guiding side of things and your properties too. I don't know whether you're doing it, you know, on their property or yours. Right. Man, just, it just instills in that, you know, it puts the pieces of the puzzle all together nicely. And like you said, 
it might be a blinding snowstorm or not blinding one but i mean it might be kind of cold outside maybe blowing maybe a, a light mist right in your face but boy if you're out there and the letting the german you know the short air do its thing wow yeah, yeah it's, it's a pretty incredible it's a pretty incredible thing to watch even if it's not your first time you know yeah. if the, our more experienced hunters they still get a chance to mm-hmm. it's challenging you know there's yeah. it's challenging and then if you really like a challenge if you really want to get a challenge then we go out and we go wild grouse hunting um, <laughs> and then then we really see what yeah. kind of shooter you are and you what bet. kind of what kind of dog man we are did we really did we take you to the right place? Did we do the do the job all the way? And you yeah. know, we got some we've got some fellows that came uh, that came from Washington D.C. So we gave them a hard time about that. Oh yeah, why and, not? Uh, why not? We poked a little bit there. Poked a little bit there. That was fun. But uh, you know, they got to shoot a couple birds, and yep. um, you know, it was. But it, it's challenging, and that's what they came for. Is we get a lot of folks that are. You know, in that beginning scale, like, all right, we want to try this for the first time. But yeah. we do get a lot of experienced shooters that, you know, even guys that have their own dogs, but they've they've never hunted northern Michigan. We had some guys fly in from Texas, mm. um, bring their own dogs with them. Yeah. Um, and, and we took them out, put them on some spots and um, kind of helped point them in the right direction. So wow. that was that was pretty exciting. We had we had really enjoyed doing that. Yeah, and we've got guys that we that come up, and uh, you know they just drive up from from Southern Michigan. They're not sure where to go. Yeah, and so we we do a lot of um, kind of talking about you know wintergreen and mm-hmm. berries and mm-hmm. you know holly and what oh, what yeah. time of year you want to be targeting what. Um, yep. You know we we try to get get those guys in into the best birds we can, yeah. but also get them, get them so that the next time they go, they're a little more confident. Yes. They indeed. know, okay, we're looking for this. Yep. If we could find these components, some nice pine trees, some, some, some decent popples, you know, some oaks, maybe some berries. Okay. Now we got something going. Yep. We can Absolutely. start working from there. In Montmorency County, not just to focus on that, but I mean, the surrounding area where, where you're at, has, oh. has plenty of that oh you know northern michigan is i mean we are we're blessed yeah. with a um a population of grouse that's spectacular yeah uh, they're smart birds they're yeah. wily mm-hmm. um they're they're tough to hunt they're but you know all the way over over the lake shores on both sides and yeah. going north from from um you know really grayling on a, uh, you know yeah even a little further south but really mm-hmm. going north there that that is just a great grouse habitat area if you can get into the right pockets of that oh, boy yeah. yeah you can have some great days yeah now you can have some challenging days right back in those same pockets yep and wonder what am i doing wrong today yeah what's going but on yeah it can happen yeah but it can happen yeah you know i got a i i I'm not trying to play politics i i've done a did a podcast or two with him but i've never met him but al uh, al stewart from the dnr sure. the uh, upland bird specialist and uh, oh yeah i there's, do have there's a guy that knows something about birds oh man we are very blessed to have oh. had him in charge and you know he's not a guy that's putting on a suit and tie all the time he's guys out in the field he's guys taking people you know his technicians out there and and uh you know that's i am sure he's had his uh 
they've had a input in why our state is so successful. I run into a group of hunters when I'm up bear baiting in the UP, and um, they're from Kentucky. Mm. And they, they've gone, I think they've, I've run into them, I think, two or three years. They're a fun brunt. Man, I look for them all the time, and now I just text them, hey, when are you coming up? And um, they said, hey, y'all y'all don't know what you got got up here. And I said, yeah, we kind of y'all do. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> sure. He says, I don't think you do. I said, why do you say that? He says, you know where you always see us on that? It's it's off of, it's in, uh, well, it's, it's kind of by fiber. I don't know if you know where fiber Michigan is. There's really no town there now, but it's off yeah. H40 between Trout Lake and uh, Rudyard. Now I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, and it's off on a Forest Service road, but I, I you know, it's great bear habitat back in there. But that, it's also like, great grouse habitat right there. Oh, that, man. Those areas, I mean, even that that part of the U, I mean, that yeah. whole side of the UP is yeah, it's it's you, wonderful. You know, you get there's just there's so many good areas. Oh up yeah, here. you just you know I I always worry about like hot. I don't want somebody to hot spot us. I don't want to be right. you know too too direct or exact, but boy. If you come up north, there's there's so opportunities. So there's many, so many opportunities. Yeah. That guy, yeah. he he talked about the one time that he first met me. There was five different vehicles in that 1.9 mile stretch. Every yeah. every vehicle had a different license plate from a different state, none from Michigan. Right. And uh, yeah, and I I said, he's man. I said, you know what? You you really need to uh, maybe take a uh, side trip just east of Gaylord. He said, well, what's there? And I told him, I said, you ever do any pheasant putting tape? Oh, I love it. I said, so I, I think they're going to give you a call. I'm sure they are. Some years you'll see six, seven of them, eight, nine of them. Then one year I nice. think there was just two of them. It's all that could come that year. And, but, uh, yeah, I agree with you. We are in, a, in the midst of a uh, of a beautiful habitat and a lot of uh, upland birds to to be had yeah. by a lot of people so there's plenty of yeah. places like you say the hot spot thing people jump in our spots but even when that happens there are so many spots you would oh you just can't yeah, yeah you can't go wrong i mean and, and we've we've been really blessed to have you know we have quite a bit of private land that we have access to yep on top of just oh, yeah. the abundance of public land so yeah um that that really has been has been great we really kind of you know, I I always worry that we're I don't want our guys that are local to to take offense or, or be offended by us being out there. So I try to yep, make I know sure exactly that what you're you know saying. I always try to make sure my guys are really on point that they clean up after themselves. Mm-hmm. We're not leaving anything in the woods or they're not doing anything that's that's silly and yeah. The great thing is, you know, by the time somebody drives up here and they see it most of them are just in awe and respect of it, Absolutely. you know, and they, they start a lot. And, and the Upland community, I think is the same way. They really have a lot of respect for the habitat. Yeah, they do. Um, and so I think that's been, that's been a real plus for us to, to be able to be part of that. Yeah. Uh, and so we're, we're really enjoying that. Yeah, I think so. I, I mean, I think so as far as the respect and I agree with you. And it's just, it makes it so much more enjoyable for all of us. You see some of these hunt clubs, and of course that's club country we're talking about, but you see sure. a lot of them are saying, hey, we're liking the deer. Yeah, we like the bear too, and the, elks are, the elk are beautiful. But if we're going to do some habitat uh, restoration on our 
say, 1,000 acres or 500 acres, a lot of them are really focusing on the, the upland bird, the grouse habitat. They are, and it really makes sense because it's great habitat for whitetails. Yeah, it is. It's great habit. You know, turkeys benefit from it. Yeah. So I think that has been um, a real key, and I think there's some some great organizations out there that are definitely helping. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Whether yeah. that be the local conservation club or or yeah. a, a rough grouse society, the chapter yep. that you know is in the area. Yeah, yep. our Jim Foot chapter. Those guys do. Oh, I'll, yeah. I'll put a plug in for them because they really work hard. Yeah, they do. Um, yeah, they're good. They're good folks. Hey, we talked about this earlier, and maybe a little bit before we press that proverbial record button, but. Uh, you talk about your German short hair like they're part of your family because they really are. But yeah, you, you guys yeah. have expanded from what I thought you were doing. At least you do so much more. It's not just you're not just taking a group of people out on some of your properties to flush the No, birds. now now it's it's become a, you know we're we're training for a lot of other folks, um, other breeds of dogs. We're we're doing a lot of breeding. Um, that that's really targeted towards our guides. Yeah. So really what has happened was we wanted to, so we've got a couple guides that we wanted to get in the business mm-hmm. and we were running, they were running our dogs and we, you know, between Sean and I, we had about six at the time, six or seven. Mm-hmm. And so then Jessica needed a dog, my wife, yep. um, for when she's not out there selling real estate, she's out there guiding <laughs> dogs. Hey, take the, take the dog with her on her appointments, right. you know. Right, right. Yeah. So, so, and then you know we've got a cousin that that got into the um, got into guiding for us, and good. And then we've got a another local guy who bought a puppy from us, and this is kind of how it goes a lot. It, it goes like this: Hey, I, I need some help with training, and I say, Well, bring her out, you know, bring him out to the bring him out to the ranch, and we'll see what you got going on. So we do a little bit of help with training, and then all of a sudden it's, um, you know what? I, I really like this. I'm having a good time. I'm, well, maybe you can guide. Maybe we can, uh, <laughs> maybe, you know. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden he's just looped right in. Yeah, that's so, great though. Yeah. So yeah. the breeding has been has been great for us to get the dogs that we want. Yeah. Um, for our guys. So, so you're breeding that you're you're selling uh, German short hairs. We are, yep. Wow. Yep. So, and we've turned out some spectacular hunting dogs. Wow, I was going to say. Uh, my I wife mean... runs that. She runs that program, and wow. um, she's very picky. She's very picky about the pups that we turn out. And well, you guys um, are knowing so... what bloodline, yes, what lineage and... to work from, and what works. I mean, sometimes you get a lineage, and it's supposed to be all that in a bag of chips, and it's not. But you exactly. guys, you guys. It... <laughs> We run them, so yeah. we know. Yeah, so. We know exactly right. what that dog is yeah. by the time it, it gets to a point where, where maybe we want to breed them. Yeah. Bottom so line is, been, I mean, bottom line is, if that dog performs great, if it doesn't, ah oh man. Well, that's then maybe the bottom it's line. Be, you know. Yeah. Maybe that's going to be a house dog for one of the kids. You know. <laughs> yeah. That, that dog gets taken out of the out of the uh, hunting program and it, it gets turned into a yeah a, a kids a kids puppy or something down the road. And you that's, bet just how it goes um the ones that are great though those are the ones we hang on to and those are the ones that we're really we're really excited about we've done some some really good stuff with that so we're super super pumped about that so you're and we've got some you're doing not just the training of your own but you're also offering 
training for other people's dogs to stay in. Yeah, so we've got um, right now we're we're working with three black labs that are wow. that are all um, one family's uh, hunting dogs. Yeah. They, one of them was one one of them came to me about two years ago. Yeah, she's back for a, a week of tune-ups, and the other two, uh, this gentleman's dogs, are upland dogs, and they're uh, they're staying for two weeks each. So wow. they'll be here for the month. So we'll shoot a pile of birds with them. They've been spectacular. They're just a great line of black labs. So if anybody's looking for a great lab, yeah, um, give me a call and I'll give you a number because these guys do a great job. Wow. So nice. we've got these, and um, you know we worked with, uh, boy, we've we've seen Vishalas and Setters and. Weinreiners and oh boy, we went through a run of small monster landers this year that was just <laughs> amazing, you know. Yeah. And that that's kind of the cool thing that that happens is, you know, we train one guy's dog and he's got a buddy that's got a puppy and that that guy comes and and then he's got a buddy that's got a puppy and that guy comes and wow. pretty soon you're, you know, you go through a whole group of guys and and you're getting them all ready to go and then. Then they're coming back and hunting with you, and, and just it's a really cool experience, you know. Oh, you it, it gets them to be kind of part of your, part of your group, your your family, so to speak, you know. Yeah. And yeah, and and that's what it turns into. They turn into good friends, and you know, pretty soon, you're you're sending Christmas cards, and they're coming out yep. for dinner, and yeah. you know, when they're up north, they're coming to hunt, and you're going to their camp, and yep, um, you that's know, just how it, it turns into. I've seen. Uh, Guys that guys and gals that train dogs and do a heck of a job, but I seen where they're you know maybe they got that acre, acre and a half in their backyard, and right. for for them to go out on and actually do some live workout, you know maybe hopefully flush a uh, blend. I mean they got to take it somewhere. I mean yeah you do, but I mean it's right there. I mean, it's just a, your package deal what you guys got at your disposal to make it better for everybody else. It's just yeah. that it's a package. I mean, yeah, they're going to be hunting one day or not. Or what do you got going this morning? Oh, we got a group of four. Okay, what do you got this afternoon? Well, we're training some. Uh, this, you know, one couple's got a couple of dogs they're bringing out. But like you say, it's all in that realm. It's really all yeah. about, really all about the a game of the dog. <laughs> yeah, that, and that's been like that's been the the really the ex, the exciting part is to to watch these you know you watch these dogs that are. Uh, inevitably there's, they're either really, really young or they, there's something going on. Otherwise you're really probably not calling a trainer. Yeah. So what happens is with the young ones, you get to watch them grow and experience and they turn from these puppies that are just kind of wandering around, really not knowing what's going on into these, um, hunting machines, really, you know, they, that's what they want to do. Yeah. Um, so it's very cool to watch that. Wow. Um, that awesome. that part of the experience has just been great. And, yeah. And watching these these again, a lot of these guys, they'll bring their sons and daughters with them. Yeah. And and I see a lot of young ladies now. Um, I'll use an example. We've got a we've got a fella. Um, he's owns a home in Canada Creek, just north of us. You know, mm-hmm. and. He's, he normally lives out out in California and Los Angeles. So he comes to comes to um, Canada Creek a couple months a year. He's got a beautiful wine rider, beautiful mm-hmm. dog, and uh, young. Doesn't hasn't had much exposure to anything. He brings it to me and he says, "Hey, you know, I'm Excellent. interested." 
can you help me get going on the right track? So we get him going on the right track. But this guy's bringing his daughter with him. Mm-hmm. And pretty soon, she's running the dog. Wow. She's taking care of the dog. She's pulling the trigger on the shots. And, and you're watching this go, you know, she came out here just yeah. thinking she was going for a walk. Well, you... Now she's running the dog. Now she's shooting birds. And, and it just it, it just is an interesting thing to watch. Yeah. Um, you know, these, these young kids get into it. It's just that's it's awesome. so cool. It's so cool. Wow, and yes, to watch awesome them do story. it with their own dog. Yes, you know? indeed. Absolutely. Yeah. You and, know? We, and we, hey, we, yeah, we all got to do our best to uh, encourage uh, everybody, but for sure uh, the gals and the guys, the young ones coming up to understand how important, how much fun this can be and how important it is to uh, to do things a certain way so we can maximize our enjoyment in the outdoors. And like you say, that uh, the respect of, the, of what's out there, yeah, that's a big part of it. But uh, just, uh, man, there's so much fun to be and I think, I think that's it, too. I think, especially for the young kids, they, you know, they get out there and they're, when you're going deer hunting, you're, you're quiet. You're, yeah. you're sitting either in a tree stand or a box blind or, or however you're doing it. Yeah. But the key to the whole thing there is sitting still and being quiet. Yeah. Um, and the, the whole the, time. <laughs> the, old, the almost the exact opposite thing yes, is happening out, out in the grouse woods. Yep. You know, you, we want to be out there yeah. chit-chatting and talking and moving around and watching these dogs run and yep. and uh, and walking around. And it, so it's it really does – it's really a great introduction to sports uh, outdoor, uh, you know, yeah. hunting and for for young folks. Uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm really enjoying watching that. I I gotta say that of all the things that I do, um, in the uplands, that that's that's yeah. my favorite thing. It's, yes. Well, I can you know. tell you, uh, young or old, and everybody in between, they give it a chance if they haven't done it to stop out to a pheasant put and take a game ranch. Yeah, you guys do a great job. There's a lot of them out there, and they might check their community, but that's why we're doing this podcast for the listeners to understand that um, there's a lot of fun things to do out there, and and the pheasant put-and-take or the upland put-and-take method gives that guy, that gal, whoever's taking their kids, or maybe it's a neighbor kid, maybe it's their younger brother, maybe it's that uncle that really never enjoyed the success. To go yeah. to one of these places, show up at you guys' place, or I should say, call ahead, and just enjoy. I say instant success, right? Kind of, right. kind of that. I mean, yeah. it, I it, say it, success is in, as far as success. Odd. If we measure success in having a fun time, watch watch some birds, uh, you know, flush and uh, hear that rooster cackle that we haven't heard in Michigan for a long time, um, right? Coming out of the wild, not out of a pen. I mean, you know. They're not yeah. released out of a pen, um, right? You know, they're out in that field or two fields, or whatever. And um, just oh, that whole thing is so so nice. Tell you what, so I remember my brother-in-law when he was or my brother-in-law, my cousin, uh, Steve. Uh, he's pretty good size, you know. And man, we got done walking through all that stuff, and he says, "Holy <laughs> cow, this this kicked the mm, out of out of me, Gary." I said, "Hey, Steve, you're not what you used to be," and he says. You don't realize what enjoyment I just had today. I said, I think we all did. He says, you have no idea. And I said, what's going on, Steve? I used to do this all the time. 
I said, really? Yeah, me and Danny, which well, he was with us. He died two two weeks after of a heart attack. But Steve, yeah, but we had fun that day. It was that day that right. was really important. So I said, right. what's going on, Steve? He says, I used to run German Short Airs. I own three of them, not at the same time. But he says, there's a reason why I own them. And I he says, it reminded me today, today at Bourbon Creek, why I enjoyed my German Short Airs so much. They work so hard for their guide. Their they master. sure do. He said they just want to please, and they don't give up. They never stop. But yet they're always keeping their eye out for you because they're always kind of making sure that, you know, they're not too far ahead of you or whatever. He said, but – Checking in. Checking yeah, in. Yeah. yeah. And I just looked at him. I kind of smiled. He says, Gary, I had a good time, buddy. And I said, right. I said, well, hey, we got to do this again next year. Well, right. We did, but without Danny. But we had a great time. And, uh, right. Um, yeah, I'm looking at the timeline. And uh, we're kind of at that point to uh, wrap things up, but challenge our listeners to say, hey, give Bourbon Creek Gun Dog and Guides a look online. There's a, there's a neat website they have. But yeah. it would be really easy just to pick up the phone and give them a call and chat like we are. Jess, sure. can you share how, how you would prefer or what's some different ways that can get a hold of you guys? So you can email us um, at info at Bourbon Creek Gun Dog. You can call, call me, text me. Um, I, you know, if you, if you get a hold of me, just know that I will probably chew your ear off for half an hour. Yeah, what's, <laughs> so what's be your, ready for that? What's the I best number? About it, so. Yeah, what's the best uh, number? 989-884-1630. Nice. And uh, you can check us out on Facebook. We got some. We put some fun stuff up on Facebook every now and then. A lot of. A lot of videos, uh, what's yeah. going on, and folks that have been out. So that's always fun. Yeah. But, yeah, definitely reach out and come out and check us out. We'd love it. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, this has been a, uh, a fun time this evening. Appreciate you taking time out of uh, your busy schedule. And uh, we will pro- – matter of fact, my wife and I are heading back up uh, tomorrow for about four or five days, and I might stop over and say hi and uh, grab a couple things from you and uh, be on my way. Sounds good, buddy. All right, you Sounds take good. care. God, God bless and uh, Godspeed in all you do. Thanks. Right. Bye-bye. Bye. This week's podcast brought to you by Happy Holidays from all of us at Barefeed Retichek Farms. We've been very busy filling the shed with all types of goodies for the coming year. Everything from candies, icings, syrups, and dried bases to tempt Bear into visiting your bait site when you draw that tag in July. So stop in and see us for the best bait assortment around. And we always have our bags of shelled corn for sale. You know, for Santa's reindeer. Merry Christmas and God bless. And with that, we conclude another podcast episode with Wild Game Dynasty. Thanks for listening. And be sure to subscribe in your podcast app to receive notifications on future podcasts. Also, please head on over and check out our Facebook page, Be sure to like and follow it to stay up to date on highlights from our clients, turkey, bear, and white-tailed deer hunts. Until next time, guys, stay safe, enjoy the great outdoors, and happy hunting.